Hello everybody, welcome back to The Lost Chapters. Um, it has been a while, it has been a hot minute. Uh, Wade and I took a much needed break from the podcast. We were just finishing some things up in our lives. Uh, I graduated, got a real job with quotation marks, you know. Uh, and then of course the holidays hit, so we took time to celebrate that with our families. In that spirit, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa, anything else that you celebrate that I may have missed? Ah, uh, yes. Thank you for your representation, uh, Jacob. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Happy New Year as well, and welcome back to The Lost Chapters. Yeah, thanks for having me back, Jacob. You know, I'm, I've been missing this. You know, it's always good, fun, talking about the mysteries and the monsters of the world. Yes, it is. So, um... So yes, if you, if this is your first time, that is what we do. We talk about mysteries, we talk about cryptids, conspiracies, anything that piques our interest, really. Um, and so, yeah, if this is your first episode, welcome. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Lost Chapters Pod. Spread the word. But without further ado, let us jump right in. So, Wade, much like all the other episodes we do, we're gonna jump back in time. Okay. The year is 1963 in the country of Turkey. My dad was born in 1963. Was he born in Turkey? No. Okay, well, your dad... This happened the year your dad was born, so that's good. A lot of stuff happened in 1963. Was that a happening year? Well, somebody died. At least one person, yes. (laughs) I think we all knew who we were talking about. As life was taken, new life was born. Your father came into the world. (laughs) Okay, so... uh, Yes, we are... Okay, so forgive me for my Turkish. It is not up to date. Um, We're going to the province of Nevesahir. Nevesahir. And this is near the Turkish city of... Cappadocia. <laughs> so, 1963, in this area, this near the city of Cappadocia, a man bought a house. Okay, mm-hmm. bought a house and decided to do some renovations in the house in order to you know expand stuff, create new rooms, all that homeowner stuff. Neither one of us knows about because we aren't homeowners, but you know that kind of stuff you do when you buy a house. Right. So, <laughs> this man took his tools, started renovating took his hammer to a wall, tore it down, and what, to his surprise, and honestly, quite terrifying, he found a hidden room behind the wall he tore down. Ooh. Like, how big of a room? Like, uh, kind of like a, not like, kind of like a built-in closet. Like, not too big, but big enough to walk into. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. so, you know, you hear those, always hear those stories, like, in hotel rooms and old houses, where you're like, oh my god, there's a hidden room behind the cabinet. Mm-hmm. That's terrifying. I, <laughs> I tore down a wall in my house, and there was a hidden room, and you're like, um... I, ah, man, I'd love to find, like, secret treasure in my house. Dude, okay, so, we're gonna continue with this, because it kinda goes along those lines. Okay, So, he finds this hidden room, and goes in to explore the room, and he finds something else in the room he finds a A dead body oh no he does find a tunnel which then leads out into another room which then leads to a hidden chamber under his house whoa 
This hidden chamber then leads to another series of rooms and eventually a cave system. This man found a hidden underground city under the city of Turkey. Like known to anybody or just to him? To, well, he, he broke the discovery. So he found, you know, he found the house, he found the secret room, which is then a tunnel, went further, and then he found this underground city. And this underground city is actually called Darren Kuyu. D E R I N K U Y U. Um, and this city was constructed somewhere between the 15th and 15th and 12th centuries BCE. Wow. Yeah, so Turkish people actually built this city and it is under the city of Cappadocia. So ancient city, but it lives on right now. Do they how did they like you know, I'm I'll, I'll let you, I'll let you continue. Okay, okay. I I'll know where you you're continue. going. Um, I probably will explain it, but if not, of course, we always have a question section. So, uh, yes, network city. This city, so-called, is a network of underground tunnels that are under the current modern city of Cappadocia in Turkey. Um, so the scientists, the eggheads that have studied this underground city, theorized that these underground networks were started by people who would use these hidden rooms in houses and stuff to like store food um, okay or some other form of storage for their houses so a little bit of science here the particular area of turkey right here the dirt in this area is very soft and easy to dig through mm -hmm. and um it's underground of course is nice that is it's dry and cool so it's perfect for like storing apples you pick the season of meat we just caught prepared you know just random stuff that you could find and like oh I'll put that in my pantry yeah so that's how this started. These ancient people decided to, oh, I'm just gonna build a closet in my house. So then this uh, changed. <laughs> Once these rooms were created, a new idea was made. They would turn these rooms into kind of like a panic room. So you remember, have you seen The Dark Knight? Mm -hmm. You remember when <laughs> Bruce, the clown's Joker invades Bruce's party and he like walks into his living room and there are the two people getting down with it and he opens his hidden room. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So these people basically built panic rooms in their house in order to hide, um, which is pretty smart. So what were they hiding from? Invaders. Uh, uh, yes. We're going to talk a little bit about that because it's kind of been used throughout history for a lot of stuff and I have okay. all those actual facts. Okay. So, uh, just for for the purposes, um, there are multiple floors that make up this underground city. It goes down 60 to 85 meters, which is about 250 feet. Damn. Each floor of the city can be blocked off by a giant stone. Um, they have found 20 floors. Holy moly. Yeah, so... Eight of them have been fully explored and, like, excavated so you can walk through it and stuff, but there are 12 more that they haven't fully, like, made safe yet. Are these, like, caved-in areas yeah. that they're, like, just uh, digging through? Yeah. So, you know, there's, like, caved-in areas and there's, like, open areas. You know, it's just, you know, over time, supports are going to fall, stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but they have found that this is a 250 foot network of tunnels that goes down 20 stories and each story has a giant stone 
that they can block off the entrance to, like the stone that they rolled over Jesus's tomb. That like, big. That kind of stone. Yeah. Okay. For every single floor. Wow. Yeah. So we don't really like we don't know for a fact who built these tunnels, um, but the general scientific theory is that the Hittite people built them uh, around 1300 BCE. Is this kind of like the catacombs in, you know, yeah. so, Paris and Italy? and Kind of, because, like, those catacombs, of course, if you know the catacombs, they're in underground tunnels built to store the dead. This, These underground tunnels were literally specifically built to live in. Okay. Like, it's a legit city. Wow. Yeah. Um, 1300 BCE... That's the general theory accepted by historians. Um, there's other theories that the Phrygian people built these tunnels, but that would place them in between the 7th and 8th century, uh, which would be a lot older than we originally thought. But mm-hmm. it's hard its hard to determine exactly because the tunnels are built out of stone. So there's no organic wood that you can carbon date or anything like that. It's just like, you know, we built a tunnel <laughs> through the rock. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so the tunnels... They have to be crawled through, so that they, they're crawl spaces that you have to crawl through to get to big rooms. Okay. Um, and at the lowest level, here's the, here's the really interesting part. The lowest level of the underground city connects mm-hmm. to an underground river for fresh water. What? Yeah, so this city had stalls for livestock. It had a it had multiple churches, but it had a specific church on like the seventh floor that like had a spiral staircase going from the eighth floor up into the seventh floor into a chapel. Um, it had schools, it had markets, it had a graveyard. It was made to be a fully functioning city. <sighs> okay, so what what happened to it? So um so far We'll get into some theories here in a sec, but they have found over 100 hidden doors since 1963. 100? Yeah. Some are, like, in houses and parks. Um, some are just walls behind trees. Obviously, you know, yeah. some are in your house. They were just kind of everywhere. Um, and th- I think the most interesting thing about all of this is that people knew about this city. Like, we modern day people discovered them but everyone that lived back then knew about these underground cities right written records had mentions of people living underground <laughs> it can house estimated between 20 to fifty thousand people damn yeah, it is a big city um the last report we have of these tunnels being used was during the 1909 massacres at adana when the axo people took refuge in the tunnels and they were being genocided, of course. So they took refuge in the tunnels. They slept underground, used the tunnels to escape the city, and just stayed down there for days. So this, I mean, it's not like a hidden place. I mean, I mean, it is hidden, but like, no, yeah. So like, it's not in unknown. Knew, yeah, they knew about it and they actively used the tunnels. But like, even in the 1900s. Yeah, and then we lost record. Until that guy tore down his wall and was like, oh, crap, there's a hidden room. How do you lose records over 100 years? Um, you just do. I mean, there's plenty of burned books and accidentally uh, misplaced letters and manuscripts. Yeah, but like, you know, 
old grandma who went down in the tunnels could tell, you know, her son. And then I feel like a thousand teenagers would want to go search it. That's true. And, you know, it may have been like a, I don't, you know, I don't know t- Turkish lore or myth, but it may have just been like, a, oh, there's an underground city, <laughs> you know, like a, yeah. just a tall tale. And they're like, oh, that's a funny story. And then they're like, oh, it's not a story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, now we're going to get into some theories, okay? Okay. What are your main questions? Do you have any main questions about the city? Besides what it was used for? Like, uh, my main, like, thought is, like, how did it get so unknown to the world? Like, I mean, like, I understand that it, like, gets lost in time and, you know, people, like, block off all the entrances but i feel like that would be like a very popular place for people to like try to sneak into or break into or something like that i don't know but like what what, yeah like what's it used for so okay so i can't answer about how it got lost i really don't yeah um and that's you know that's just a part of looking at ancient history but the main theory that we're going through here today is that the underground cities were used to hide and, if need be, escape from invaders, right? Right. So, these invaders, during ancient history, you know, one group of people would rise up, take control, kill people. Mm-hmm. Next group of people would rise up, take control, you know. It's never-ending cycle. Happens. So, yeah, these tunnels were theorized that they built these tunnels to hide from invaders and then eventually, you know, leave... If, if they could stay underground for as long as they needed until the invasion was over, or they could flee. Okay. So, um, the Byzantines took control, then the Ottomans took control, so on and so forth. The underground cities became a, a place of refuge mm-hmm. for displaced, you know, refugees. Um, it was used to escape religious prosecution and genocide. And, you know, honestly, that, that makes a lot of sense to me. That really does. Religious prosecution is something that runs rampant throughout history, especially mm-hmm. within the European region. So, it was just that it was such an advanced building technique to make the city. I mean, you know, dig underground like these. Had, I mean, these people had mastered ironworks, built under the city, and were just like, yeah, you know, we're just gonna make giant doors and twenty levels that can house twenty to fifty thousand people. Golly. Yeah, it's uh. So, so, like, what do people use it for now? Is it just so completely actually, caved in? No, it's just a tourist attraction now. You can go and visit the city. What? Yeah, it is a tourist attraction in Turkey. You can go and visit this underground city and tour, I think, eight floors, which are the ones that are safely excavated. Wow. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, so. You know we get funds for that we can go do that yeah i might <laughs> might need to yeah hey podcast really- listeners donate to us and I'll we'll also, talk about I'll it set up, uh, set up something i don't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh now's the point in the podcast where i'm gonna blow your mind okay mm. so this is a cool underground city right 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 it's not the only one there are over 200 underground cities in the region of Nevishir province. 200? Over 200 underground cities. 
um, more than 40 of them have three or more stories in them. So this one was the biggest, 20 to 50,000 people. 20 floors. But there were another 40, a little bit more than 40, that had three or more levels in them. And 200 in total. Over 200. Uh, what? Why aren't people living in them? Are <laughs> so, they? Uh, they could be. Because most of them were built to live in. Right. Yeah, so, some of them connect. Um, some of these cities connect to go within each other. And, you know, they just have a sprawling underground metroplex, basically. So, those people obviously didn't need to build underground cities. But why did they? Oh, we're getting into the mystery part of it, yeah. y'all. <laughs> so, Aliens. these tunnels, well, these tunnels rival the kind of building that was used with the pyramids, which, of course, <gasps> some people think is of alien origin. Yeah. So, in this region of Turkey, there's a sky god. His name is Uhura Mazda. He is the sky god of Zora Stray Strainism. Um, and he basically he's the creator deity for Zoroastrianism. Okay. okay. He's highly respected, highly worshipped. Um, do you wait? Do you remember back back when we were younger? They had the TV show called Preppers. Like where they build underground bunkers and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, underground bunkers for like bomb shelters, riding out, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So here's here's the theory. The theory goes that aliens, Ahura Mazda, and other aliens came down to warn the humans that something was coming. Okay. Uh, what we think right now is that they warned them of stuff like a natural disaster, ice ages, volcanic eruptions, um, lightning storms, something like that. Mm-hmm. So, these aliens warned the humans and then either helped them build tunnels or gave humans the tools to dig underground and build these tunnels. Mm. So essentially, this theory states that aliens came, warned humans, and had them build underground bomb shelters to ride out the death of the world. I like the idea that, uh, or I don't, I'm sure it's somebody's idea, but uh, that like, it was more of the sky god was coming down to kill them and he can't see them under the ground that's a pretty good theory you know and so they just went underground what's the best way to hide from something that lives in the sky uh, lightning (laughs) i was gonna say go underground but yeah well that works too (laughs) yeah go underground (laughs) that's yeah i like that too so Here's the catch, and here's why they're such a big deal, is that these tunnels have survived over 5,000 years, and if needed, they can still be used today to go underground and ride out a natural disaster. Is that like a common thing for people there to do? Uh, I don't know how common natural disasters are, but... If something terrible were to happen, the people living in Turkey could go down and survive in Dirin Q. 
And like, you know, like what percent of the city is that, or Turkey is that? Uh, yeah, I know. Sorry. Like, is that like half of all people could survive in these underground tunnels, or like, like what's what's it look like? Well, the population of Cappadocia is about three hundred and ten thousand, um, and this can only hold twenty to fifty thousand. So, okay, about well, 10%. well, I mean, that's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, that's good enough for you know ancient an ancient underground tunnel oh my gosh yeah and they could easily like expand it too yeah i mean you know of course this is only eight floors but you you dig all the way down to that 20th floor you get the underground river it's a it's a self-sustaining area like this city is a self-sustaining city you can grow crops you can have fresh water and you can be safe underground and if need be those stones are still there you can you can block uh, off the levels. Wow. Yeah. So like it's it not only is it amazing for that period, but it's amazing that it's lasted this long. And right. obviously we don't know why they were built. Because there's no need for an underground city when you have an above ground city fully functioning as well. But right. if a <laughs> giant being being came down and was like hey you need to build underground tunnels i'd be like yeah it sounds like we need to build underground tunnels fair enough <laughs> it's a good idea man get started on it <laughs> yeah so it's pretty crazy um and you could you could live down there to in modern age wow yeah so if any of your viewers are thinking about building a bomb shelter um that follow turkey costs a bit you could probably just move to turkey and buy a house that you know has a hidden door into it for a cheaper amount hmm yeah do they have like i don't know i guess they don't have plumbing underground um but they have like that underwater river they have fresh water so i would assume they have some method of keeping that water purified <laughs> so yeah they probably have a system of plumbing uh again we only know we only know eight floors so you know there could totally be a floor that was like just sewage disposal but i mean that would be so cool it's it's not uncommon i mean romans had plumbing so it's not like it would be rare you know there was yeah people roman greece times that were like oh you know we should probably get rid of the stuff we excrete from our body what did they did they like because i'm just thinking of like tunnels and like cave systems did, did they use like back in the day did they just have like fires as light systems yeah fire torches you know i mean torch is pretty easy just soak it in oil light it on fire yeah for a while um yeah and do they ever worry about like oxygen levels or stuff like that i guess not back in the day but no not back then um I think it, it I think it does have vents. They do yeah. have vents that bring in fresh air and let okay. out fresh air. Um, and because if you have like fifty thousand people down there, yeah, you can totally fill it up full of carbon dioxide and die of carbon dioxide poisoning easily with fires and stuff like yeah. that. So, so they did they did have vents. I did see that the city does have vents, and it. I mean, for for ancient history, they really thought of everything: uh, vents, fresh water, food, and you know, 
it's there you do get through through cross spaces but once you get through the cross space it is a big area oh wow that's so cool so i mean yeah viewers you can actually go to the city um and it's uh it's pretty cool i don't know how much it costs but it's it is a place you can go and visit and go hang out yeah uh send us some photos of you yeah going if you've there. ever been send us photos go go to the chapel i'd be interested to see what that looks like um but i mean i'm about to share you can just go to google images and search deer in q u d e r i n k u y u and um yeah there's tours and i mean $34 right here underground city and Hilara Valley tour $34 per person wow so it would just cost a lot to get to uh, I wonder if it's an Airbnb down there <laughs> that'd be pretty cool <laughs> it'd be terrifying yeah so it would be terrifying but yeah I mean they have you can go just google it there's just it's literally just a stone underground tunnel with rooms and some of these rooms go up super high and they have grates and giant rocks for doors it's it's pretty crazy um and i really wow. don't know how they did it but wow i want to do it 34 dollars. that's it uh, plus the cost to get to turkey which <laughs> <laughs> maybe a little bit more well maybe uh maybe next time I'll figure it out. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I meant by that. But maybe, uh, maybe we'll, maybe we'll take a trip there. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> so that is our episode for this week, guys. Um, hope you guys enjoyed it. We're glad to be back. Remember to follow us on Twitter. Spread the word about the podcast. Um, welcome back to you, Wade. Welcome back to you, viewers. Uh, if you guys have a story or recommendation, please send us a DM on Twitter, interact with our posts, mm-hmm. just spread the word, interact with us. We're back. We are back and better than ever and ready to get some podcasts uh, out and about and ready to podcast it up. Yeah, what he said. Yeah. so alright guys we will see y'all next week and until then have a spooky week bye everybody